You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Ken. And we are from the Triviality Podcast, a pub trivia style game show where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Join us each week for an hour-long game of general knowledge trivia featuring special guests from around the world, plus tons of extra themed episodes. If you want to improve your trivia game, or you just want to scream at us in your car when we get easy questions wrong, then we're the show for you. Find Triviality on all your favorite podcast apps. But you know that, because you're already listening to a podcast. This is the Useless Information Podcast. I am Steve Silverman. Useless Information Hi, everyone. I'm a little bit behind on getting the next podcast together, and that's mainly because I'm trying to write a book at the same time, and we're getting very close to the end of the school year. As I'm recording, this is only 19 days of classes left, and I have to get students ready for two different state regents exams. So what I thought I'd do is let you hear a portion of a talk that I gave at Hudson Valley Community College just a short time ago on February 20th of 2019. It's the story of Michael Malloy, and it's one of my favorite stories of all time. Now, there were slides that accompanied the presentation, but there really weren't that many pictures, so you just have to use your imagination a bit to kind of figure out what was there. This was the fourth story of the night, and I did do seven stories, so it's kind of in the middle. Now, I did notice in the playback that I talked very fast, and I tend to talk fast all the time, but for some reason, and I wasn't nervous, I was talking really fast that night. And I think I was racing to get all my stories in uh, before the time was up. Anyway, why don't you take a listen, and I hope you enjoy it. So uh, what I've done is put some trivia questions in, uh, just kind of uh, see what you know. So the 1960s, according to Billboard magazine, what was the most successful single on the Billboard charts of the 1960s? Any thoughts? Just blurt out anything. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. I'll tell you that's in the top ten. She loves you is not in the top ten. Hey Jude. Hey Jude is in the top ten, but it's not it either. Nope. Uh, there are no other Beatles songs in the top ten. Elvis is in the top ten. Any thoughts in the '60s? What he would have had? It would have been the early '60s. 1960 he had a big hit. But Fats Domino. No, that was earlier, uh, late '50s. Pat Boone. Nope. So here you go. You ready? Um, you probably uh, so number ten was Elvis with "Are You Lonesome Tonight." Now, there's one in this list I didn't know. I knew every one of these. I mean, most of these are just played over and over and over again. One of them I had never heard, which is pretty unusual for me because I usually listen to Number nine was I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Eight was Sugar, Sugar by the Archies. I mean, talk about the ultimate pop song. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a song that that really captured pop music better than that song. Uh, Number seven, Aquarius Let the Sunshine In by The Fifth Dimension. Six, I'm a Believer by the Monkees, which, which was written by who? Everybody know who it was written by? Nobody knows who wrote that song. Think, not Carol King. Man, very famous. 
Neil Diamond. Yeah, Neil, that's his first hit. He recorded himself, and then uh, they were looking for songs for the TV show. And um, by the way, I couldn't help but notice there were, in this list of 10, two of them are fake bands, the Archies and the Monkees, right? Um, number five, there you go, I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles. Four, this is the one I didn't know, Tossin' and Turnin' by Bobby Lewis. I even... Yeah, so, uh, and uh, three was the theme from The Summer Place by Percy Faith, 1960. Two, there you go, Hey Jude by The Beatles. That's actually the uh, biggest selling song uh, worldwide for The Beatles. Um, and uh, number one was The Twist by Chubby Checker, which actually is the biggest hit ever on Billboard charts. Um, all, I mean, you take from the day they started in the 50s till now, that is the biggest hit that's ever been on Billboard charts. Okay, this is, uh, people ask me what's my favorite story, and this one really ranks up there. Uh, I don't remember all the details of this, um, but I do remember when I first started researching it in the mid-1990s, that's when I came across it, I went to SUNY Albany. This is in the days before you had to actually go and look at microphone. You couldn't sit at your computer and look through a database. And when I came across the story, I was like, holy cow, this story is true. This is the craziest murder scheme in history. Okay, does anybody know this story about Michael Malloy? Anyone ever hear it? Okay, you're about to. And um, who's famous for uh, trying to murder him multiple times and they couldn't do it? Think about it. Russian. They try to murder him, murder him, and the guy just Rasputin, right? This guy has a long beat. Okay. So, oh, by the way, so um, this is this is where it took place, 19, uh, 1933. There's a speakeasy in the Bronx. It was in this uh, uh, abandoned shoe store here. You can, obviously, there's newspapers and stuff in the window so you wouldn't see that people are drinking inside. Today, the building's long gone. This is what's there. Just to give you an idea, it, uh, it was located here. Uh, this is Manhattan Island, and of course, the George Washington Bridge is over here somewhere. So uh, the owner of this uh, speakeasy was a guy named Tony Marino. And uh, this is 1933. Prohibition, they know, is about to end. He is, like, facing financial ruin. He needed money fast. So he's, he's talking to other guys in the bar, and he starts talking to this guy, a guy named uh, Frank Pasqua. He was an undertaker. And Pasqua says, basically, you need to bump somebody off and make sure you take life insurance policies out on them, and you make yourself the beneficiary. So then you would collect the insurance, and, you, and nobody would know. So they needed to pick somebody to do this, and they chose Michael Malloy. Okay? Uh, Michael Malloy... Uh, had a, they say he had a big tab at the bar. I'm not really sure if that's true or not. I think he was just unlucky. Um, and uh, he was an old unemployed drunk. He was basically a fireman who was out of work. He was about uh, 60 years old. No one's sure if he was 59 or 60, but in that range. And they figured, this guy is drunk. He's, he looks like he's ready to fall down. He's going to be easy to get rid of. You know, We'll just take some insurance uh, policies out on him, and then, of course, we'll, we'll in one or two days, we'll get rid of him. Didn't work that way. Uh, they took out three policies for $800, $494, and another one for $494, which would be about $34,000 in policies today. And just to be safe, they took out a double indemnity policy. So if, if, if he accidentally died, they get about you know $68,000. So anyway, here's one of the policies. They did change his name to Nick Mellory. I, you know, just they made it up. Uh, and uh, there, there were these policies taken out. They're pretty well documented in the court cases. And 
Of course, they gave him open tab at the bar. The thought is, let him drink until he passes out, and you, you get him, you know, alcohol poisoning will kill him. And they did this day after day, but each day he kept coming back for more alcohol. So they're just losing money on this guy. So they decided they got to up the ante. So they start spiking his drinks with antifreeze, turpentine, horse liniment, and uh, rat poison. Those are the documented ones that they put into his drinks. Guess what? No effect. Uh, next day he comes back and he wants some more. This is nothing, just wait. <clears throat> so um, they decide to give him a rotten sardine sandwich. Now, uh, you know, of course you have all these guys who are thugs kind of, you know, spilling the beans on each other. So, you know, but apparently the sandwich, they let it rot for a week, okay, to make sure it was really, really in bad shape. And just to make sure everything was good, they spiked it with tacks and they uh, ground up the can and added the uh, metal to the sandwich. Well, he ate it and he thought it was delicious and uh, of course it had no effect on him. <laughs> oh, I'm not even close to done yet. Okay, so the next guy they get involved, there were six guys involved in this. Next guy is a guy named Harry Green. He's a taxi driver. He's sitting at the bar and somehow you know, he gets involved in this. And so what they decide to do is get Michael Malloy as drunk as possible till he passes out. And what they did is they drove him out to a deserted area and then they threw him down on the road on a February evening. Now I put the temperature in parentheses because I really can't believe it was that cold in New York City. Minus 14 degrees Fahrenheit is pretty rare, but it was a cold night. That's pretty well documented. And what they did is they threw him on the ground and ripped his shirt open and poured five gallons of water on him. Again, in parentheses, I don't know if it was really five gallons, it could have been five ounces, I don't know. But anyway, basically they figured, you know, this guy's passed out, they'll rip open his shirt, pour all his water on it, and what'll happen? He'll freeze to death. Well, guess who comes wandering in the bar saying he's chilled the next day? There's Michael Malloy. <clears throat> so I'm not making any of this up. This is very, very old document. New York Times, as I said, but uh, it, um, there's actually an entire book written on this now. It, it wasn't when I wrote the story. So now they said, oh, this is not working. We gotta get a hitman. So they hire a guy named uh, Tough Tony Bastone and he arranges for machine gun fire. Guess what? He somehow evaded it. Didn't get shot by the machine gun. So they decide to run him over with a taxi at 45 miles per hour. Everybody with me? Again, speed, not, who knows, doesn't really matter, but just to be sure they did it again. So they repeated it, just to make sure he was truly dead. Now they knew he was dead, but they had one problem. They couldn't find his body. They had no evidence of him. They checked all the hospitals, they checked the morgue, they checked everywhere, nothing in the newspaper. Now they have all these insurance policies, all this money invested, they, and they can't prove he's dead. So this is going on for weeks. They finally decide, well, we gotta bump somebody else off. So they, they get another guy and put fake ID on him saying that he's the guy. And they run him over with the taxi, and guess what? He survives. <laughs> Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— we answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. 
So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about pivotal moments in history? If so, then try my new podcast, Calm History. It's a time machine of tranquility filled with immersive and fascinating stories from history. Prior episodes include The Pilgrims, Marco Polo, Henry Ford, Joan of Arc, Jackie Robinson, Klondike Gold Rush, Ancient Greek Olympics, Easter Island, and the Great Pyramid of Giza. There's also a six-part series about the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. Three weeks later, guess who comes wandering into the bar? There's Michael Malloy. He said he was in a car accident. Someone ran, he got run over by a car and he was in the hospital because he had no money. They didn't register him. Uh, he was all bandaged up and everything. Like, this is getting crazy. They finally decided, let's get rid of the accident. Let's just bump this guy off totally. So this is the place where the crime, last crime took place. They decided they were gonna kill him outright. And what they did is they hooked him up to the gas on the wall. That's why the arrow's there from the court evidence. And sure enough, they finally killed Michael Malloy. Amazingly, it took at least 30 attempts to kill him, okay? Um, now, this is the only known picture of him, and it was after they dug him up, so I'm gonna warn you, it's a little gross. It's not, it's not really bad. I mean, you see, you've probably seen worse, but that's him when they dug him up, okay? Um, I won't stay on that too long. So, these guys couldn't keep their mouth shut. It was basically over the insurance money. It wasn't being split equally in each one. And then through the speakeasies, word was starting to leak back to the police that maybe something happened here. So the police uh, uh, started uh, investigating, found out there was some evidence here. Uh, and it turns out Tough Tony had already been bumped off. Somebody took care of him. So of the six guys, one's already gone. The cab driver, Harry Green, turned state's evidence. So he didn't really get much of a thing, but the other four were placed on trial. And uh, you can see one's hidden here, but one, two, three, four, that's them on trial. Uh, and they all went to electric chair at Sing Sing. Yeah, within, within about a year period, they were all uh, put on trial uh, and found guilty and of course uh, executed. They, they executed three one time and one like a few weeks later. Any questions on that one? That's a great story, isn't it? There, I don't come across stories like that too often, but um, I, I, as I said, I didn't believe this was true. I just read a little thing in a book once, and I, uh, you know, it sounds a little made up. And then I was sitting at SUNY Albany, and I'm pulling up these microfilms and reading the stories of this. Um, as you can see, not a lot of pictures associated with it, but it was quite the story in its day. Uh, 1933? 1933, right at the end of Prohibition. Um, and uh, I think it was like early 1934 that they were all sent to electric chair. And by the way, I did go to the state library and I got their execution records years ago when I was writing my book. Uh, can't find, I mean, I've moved like three or four times since then. I have no idea where they are, but I do have them somewhere in my house. Um, any questions on that? Um, no? There's not much to ask, is there? <laughs> um, it definitely has Rasputin beat. What do you think? Um, so there you go, one of my favorite stories of all time. 
I assure you that the next story is on its way. I finished the research on it yesterday, and now I just need to read through it all, you know, turn it into a story, and then finally record it. As always, thanks for listening, and of course, your patience, and I hope you tune in the next time. Bye. Would you like to relax or fall asleep while learning about history? If so, then try my podcast, Calm History. You'll learn all about famous explorers, inventions, civilizations, ancient wonders, and even the Titanic. Just search your podcast player for Calm History or go to calmhistory.com. All you need is a few minutes to start your day off with something historic when you listen to the This Day in History podcast. Every day there's a new episode for you to listen and learn about what happened that day way back when. So listen and subscribe to This Day in History wherever you get your podcasts. That's This Day in History wherever you get your podcasts.